Welcome to the show. You're listening to Factory Sealed, the one and... I don't know if it's the one and only, but hell, I'm just going to say it anyway. It's the one and only retro gaming podcast. Maybe it's the one and only one you should care about, but it's October 25th, 2012. I'm your... I'm going to be the maitre d'. Maitre d' is somebody who who hosts something, right? Uh, At a restaurant, yeah. Okay, well... Whatever. But this is like food for the soul right here. So yeah, yeah. I, Look at that save. That was pretty good. I like it because I was floundering quite quite heavily on that one. So uh, I'll, I'll be your your maitre d. Tartar sauce can't fix. What would be how how do you say uh, sir in in French? Jess, you should know this. You live in Canada. Isn't it just sir like I, monsieur? Yeah, monsieur Eric Peterson. Joining me this fine evening is the ever so elegant and, and graceful Aaron Robison. Yeah, I'm here. You thought I was going to go with Jess on that one, didn't you? I thought I maybe you were going to go with Jess first. There, I thought about it, but then I said, you know what? Let's throw a let's throw a wrench into this thing. We also yeah, I got totally knew you weren't going to describe me that way. <laughs> How would you like me to describe you? The magnificent and Affluent, Oops. yeah. We'll Jessica Megan Clarkson. True. Pretty sure I hung out with about a hundred Megans last night, and they all pronounce their name Megan, right? They're wrong. Uh, Depends no. on the spelling. I don't get any of their names, but uh, so how do you know you hung out with like a hundred Megans? Because I heard Megan is a hipster, and I went to this concert last night, which was about was full of hipsters. Megan is a hipster name. I was gonna dress up like a hipster for Halloween, actually. So you just had to get really tight-fitting clothes and glasses without lenses? Yep. Oh. And drink paps. Drink... Oh, do not diss PBR. Hipsters drink PBR. Yeah, well, true Wisconsinites drink PBR. Yeah, because you drank it before the hipsters drank it. Exactly. They're... Shit, that makes me a hipster. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> I hate perspective. <laughs> So it's been, my God, it's been three weeks since we've had a show. But we, you can't say we didn't warn you. Uh, we, we did give you fair warning that there was going to be a schedule shift. However, we did think that it was going to be where we had uh, two, two shows in a row rather than a, a, a three-week three week buy. But here we are, as sexy as ever. Yeah. I even shaved sexy. my legs. Speaking of sexy... Thank you, by the way. <laughs> Thank Boy, you. that was an awkward moment. I <laughs> sent a text message completely intended for the wife, and Aaron got it. Oh no! Yeah. What? Was Luckily, the text though, I was message? I was driving when I got it. Yeah. So I didn't. I was. I had to pull over to read it. <laughs> Among other things. Uh, I'm yes. so amazed with the story. Let's just leave it at that. It wasn't. Uh, it wasn't my finer moment. As long as it wasn't a picture message, you're fine. No, it certainly well, wasn't. That would have made it better, but nah. it it would have. That was in the subsequent follow up. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> I just, it wasn't. It wasn't anything that. Bad. But. So we have um, some twists today. Yeah, Aaron called me up the other. No, I called you. Yeah. Uh, we called each other at some point. Somehow our phone lines, our phones got connected. We were exchanging conversation with one another about stuff. And we actually thought we were going to have Mr. Ben Schrader today. But you all see how that went. Uh, he, he, yeah. it, it sounded promising from what you told me. Last week, he, he made it sound like he was going to be able to get on. <laughs> I think this is going to turn time, into no. this is going to turn into something like Jimmy Kimmel did with uh, Matt Damon. You know, at the, at the end of every show, he's just like, "Oh, my apologies to Matt Damon. We didn't have time for you today." Uh, do you guys, the Jimmy ones Kimmel. that are being blown off. What's that? We're the ones that are being blown off. Yeah, right. but we yeah, could we could turn it around on him. Yeah. Okay, we'll do that. We'll get him. We'll get him sometime. I believe in December, maybe. Hopefully, maybe uh, maybe if I'm ever back in in Wisconsin soon, I can I can wrangle him up for a show or two. There we go. 
But either way, yeah, I, uh, we we were talking on the phone, and uh, you know, we we talked about playing some games, which I got a chance to play, and then finally, I got, and then I totally got sidetracked on another retro game that uh, is probably going to surprise a lot of people. Yeah, you you uh, didn't tell me what it was, and I no, was, I, I figured to... I figured I'd leave I would leave the suspense up to the show, and uh, and see if it goes to the lame route or the wow that was that's I never <laughs> heard of that before route. <laughs> well, so. Jess and I were actually talking, and uh, we both listened back to the the previous show, and and I kind of want to apologize. We. Uh, <laughs> We laughed a little too much at your expense on that escalator story, so a little bit. But you know, <laughs> the, it, it is the past. <laughs> it started out as as funny, but then I guess I didn't realize that that it the was going to. Seriousness. Yeah. It is pretty serious. Yeah. Yeah. I. I mean, I. Th- I totally thought it was going to start out as a uh, as a humorous story, so we we went the humorous route with it. And right. Boy, that's a true case of foot in the mouth. So, if anybody else laughed out there along with the story, you should probably feel bad. Because we do. Sort of. Not really. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's okay, guys. You know, a lot of people, even Randy Pitchford made a joke about it, I guess, on stage. So. Yeah, well, if you can't laugh at yourself, And then, of course, that, that, the funny thing is, after the podcast, and, I, and after that, um... I don't know how many times that I heard on the radio or on television the uh, J the Mallrats movie quotes about get that kid off the escalator. <laughs> and I was like, really? <laughs> well, it's 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 everywhere. It's all around you. It's just part of you now. Yeah, it's all right. So it's I been, wasn't hurt. So it's right. been three weeks. Has anybody been up to anything exciting? That uh, any more? Any more horizontal motorcycle accidents? Or, no, it's get, no it's... Uh, I've taken it a couple of times. Never, never put it down again. That's that's positive. I uh, I spent way too much money on Skylanders as usual. Did you uh, finally yeah. get a Wham shell? I've had them for a while now. Okay, because every time I walk by the Skylanders section, I always, I always you see uh, two of them. No, I need two more. Well, I always have this ingrained in my mind. Ben screaming, "It's Wham shell!" trying to explain the whole situation to me like the from the mind of an eight-year-old and it just i don't know why that stuck with me but 30-year-old men collecting skylanders to me is it's a it's a it's a it's a neat phenomenon just do you even know what skylanders is yes okay do you collect them no you should you just said that i shouldn't i didn't say you shouldn't i said it's a neat phenomenon Oh, okay. That's true. Actually. How much money do you think you've invested in this, Aaron? Oh, God. Uh, well, I just dropped about $200 in the last fiasco. What? So between the other ones, I've, I've probably spent about $700,000. Wait a minute. Yeah. These figures are 10 bucks a piece. Is the game the sell itself really that engaging, or is it just... Is it, is it an, Have you ever played an, the Lego games? Yeah. Okay, do you like the Lego games? All of them except Pirates of the Caribbean. All right. Well, they're very it's kind of similar to the Lego games. It's a okay. platformer adventure where you go around and you collect things, but then each of the Skylanders has their own abilities, and there's many challenges in it, and so you want to get all those challenges beat with all the different characters. So it's just a really well-orchestrated Let's just way say, to get well, more marketed. money. If, if this would have been Pokemon about 10 years ago, 15 years ago, uh, people would they would have just taken off. Thought you know what I mean if they would have came out with something like this before. I feel like Skylanders is kind of like the the modern day Beanie Babies. Oh God, I loved Beanie Babies. I was just recently cleaning out my mom's storage shed and found her thirty two gallon Rubbermaid tote filled with Beanie Babies. Like Beanie Babies were the best marketing ploy ever. Well, it was really cool if you bought the really rare ones and then sold them right away. It's what it, it's when people held on to them, thinking, "Oh, ten years from now, these are going to be worth millions." And the 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 market bottomed out on them. People like, "Wait a minute, these are just sackcloths filled with beans." I know, and I had ears. The bunny one that was, I think, my first beanie baby, but the tag fell off, and I was so upset because they're worthless without the tags. Yeah, that's the only thing I knew about it, is if the tag came off, 
you may as well throw it in the garbage or feed it to the dog. And you had tag protectors? God. <sighs> hmm. That was true. that was an interesting phase. I don't think a lot of people, a lot of young people now really remember that. That was, what was that, late 90s? Yeah. yeah. My wife collected, uh, uh, well, she still does, I guess, the Grateful Dead Bears. Well, there are some that are still and, really uh, rare that they did the really limited runs of, but um, I remember my mom going to the store so often and, and picking picking up Beanie Beavers or, like, digging through the bins and trying to find stuff. Interesting. Mm-hmm. That kind of ties yeah. in, though, with with some of the stuff that we kind of want to talk about on on this show is, is collecting things. And, again, I was hoping to, to dive into that with Schrader because... That guy, I think he's got a he's got some sort of disease when it comes to collecting video games. Um, I'm I'm slowly getting back into it now that I'm working again, but uh, video game collecting I think is is something that kind of falls in line with with Beanie Babies too. Except, except I don't know. I don't think the market's really ever going to bottom out on it, but people obsess over it. I know I do. There are certain times where I head to the store and I just, like, Christy has to physically pull me away because I don't want to accidentally miss something. For for what was this again? Collecting for games. Video. Oh, the games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never been a big collector of anything, though. Like, the Beanie Babies, I loved them, but I wasn't ever, like, I'm going to collect these to have this enormous collection and be so excited. Or same with video games. Like, I just... See, books. How many, like, how many pairs of shoes do you own? Um, maybe four. Oh, yeah. See, I think, I think I'm getting to the stage where it could be considered an obsession because I buy so many games that I don't ever touch. I have no intentions of ever playing it. I just, I want it in my, in my collection. I just want it. Well, that, that's what a collector does, man. But that kind of goes against the whole concept of being a, a, a gamer is you buy the games to play them. Well, eventually though, you're gonna you're gonna retire, and then you're gonna have all the time in the world to play. Not at the current rate. I'm never gonna retire. (laughs) (laughs) Well, someday you're gonna gonna be jobless, and all you're gonna have is a video game system and TV. (laughs) I did. Yeah, I know. I should. Uh, I shouldn't knock on that. I did just get a job, a sweet job. I get to work from home. You're welcome. Yeah, it was all thanks to you that day. You told me that I was bumming out about something, and you said you should get a you need a job. And like forty five minutes later, I got a phone call offering me a job. I I really I think um I should be getting a million dollars soon, shouldn't I, Aaron? You know, throw that out there. You should. You should be getting a million dollars soon, or a million pennies, one of the two. Oh, no, I like dollars better than pennies. We're getting <laughs> rid of our pennies in Canada. They're worthless. I've heard that, yeah. We need to do that here in America because it costs more uh, no, to No, you know what you're doing here in America? Thing. We need to get away, get rid of bills and credit cards. We need to go to the coin system. I want to see dollar bill coins. I want to, I want to, I want the coin purse. We need to go back to, like, wampum. See, but coins are so heavy. I got it, but no. nobody's going to rob you if you have coins. You just beat them over the head with your coin purse. No, we need to go back to the old Indian tradition of, of wampum, like trading beads and necklaces and stuff. Or Fallout. Or video games. Bottle caps. Man, yeah. you'd be rich. That's all you're trying to do. I am. That's to, true. <laughs> just trying to corner the market. Like, I have all the games. So, if Romney kills the uh, economy. Oh, then, uh, leave nice. politics out of this, <laughs> Miss <laughs> Canadian pants. So we, we are, are we're on we kind are, of a we, tight schedule. Yeah, we were playing uh we were going to play Dragon Power, I believe, and Bucky O'Hare. Yes. We're going to are the keywords there. Did going did did I did play did both going. of them. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Did. Let's just leave it at did. I don't know about Jessica up in Canada, but I failed my homework assignment when I came to the Dragon Power. Well, let's okay, let's get that one out of the game. way first. That that game is hilarious. I love his little legs. 
I finally beat that first. I don't know if you could call them bosses, but when it flips from the the top down view to the side view, and there's that yeah that guy that just kind of shambles back and forth and, and with the sword rotates well, his sword again. One of those games where you have to be in the right spot to do any damage to him, or he it's like a Mario game. If he touches any part of you, you're going to get hurt. It was awkward. I found myself like jumping back and forth and just kind of whamming whenever I could. What uh, what kind of what category would you classify this game as? Uh, I would I would I would put that as a, a, a adventure, adventure slash complete garbage. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like I feel like the NES was one of those systems that anybody it was so popular that anybody's like, you know, what, I'm going to make a game on this is going to sell millions, and it's going to be awesome because it was new and everybody was just buying up games and. I think a, a modern day equivalent would be the Wii because there are so few good games and just tons of shovelware. That's true. I think Dragon Power falls into that category of NES shovelware. It's just it's 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 terrible. There's really no two ways around it. It's awful. I struggled to get through part of it. It was kind of fun in a way. It was fun at how hokey and awful it was. Oh yeah. The uh, the the writing team had a huge task of coming up with a total of about six sentences. It's true. I I had to hurry a few times, um, and it wasn't a joke. It was serious that she was being kidnapped. You had to get there. She, the Balma man. She's got a mouth on her. What's her name? Balma. How'd you get that? Did it, did it say that? Because that that's her name in the show. Balma. Oh. Oh. See you. See you've got a little pretext to this i just went into yeah. it not knowing yeah i know i know all, i know all there is to know about and like what's ball. what's going on with her in that that first dialogue exchange with her hand it looks like she's getting ready to roll some dice for crack or something a little <laughs> bit she she has the the dragon radar which uh, lets you locate the dragon balls and there's some bad guys out there that don't want any, that want the dragon balls for themselves so they want to use her te- technology um so have i have you... a feeling that they used uh okay, let's just be honest. Dragon Ball uh is kind of uh proverbial. It's very it's kind of got a lot of pervert moments in it. Okay. Oh, I thought um, you meant like proverbial, like, like it was pro- deep. Yeah. And so it's not it's, it is perverted. a deep story, but it's perverted. But, you know, it's perverted. Isn't yeah, all anime not, at its base kind of perverted? Pretty much. I'm gonna go with if that. You, and if I was you knew what if you knew what fan. actually was on regular everyday television in Japan. You'd be a little surprised. Oh yeah, the anime. isn't like full frontal nudity completely acceptable on TV over there? Completely acceptable. Rape is a very big thing over there. Like just portraying anime rape. <laughs> Goodness, it's very big. Yeah, it's it's uh the what what they you know yeah, the the, the population is like twice the size of New York. It has uh about a, probably less than a tenth of the crime. And the murders, like in the U.S., it's that's how, but that's how the cities run. You know, it's very Jeez. clean and organized. Where stuff here is like very voodoo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but would you do so. anything wrong if you knew there was a threat of tentacle rape? Because I sure as hell would be on my <laughs> best behavior. Yeah, if there was tentacle rape, I'd be definitely. <laughs> so anyway, the Dragon Power was a bust. I'm glad you guys had as much fun uh, bashing it as I did. I just wanted, I, I wish there was some clarification on what the enemies were, because the very first enemy you come across looks like a disembodied head of a bulldog slapped onto a rollerblade. <laughs> yeah. And you poke it actually. with a stick. It's like something an eight-year-old would do to a squirrel on the side of the road. Yeah. I don't know. It, uh, it wasn't as good. They definitely toned it down a lot from the actual release in Japan. The, 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 very made the it game very release 90s. or the the show release? The the game release. That was it came out in Japan. It was the full full game. So there was a better version. There was a better version that if you're a Dragon Ball fan, you would have caught on with and had a better time playing. I think it was fun. I wouldn't say it was a good game, but it was again like so corny and cheesy it that to, it was it fun. Was good. It would be a good game to pass the time. It's like a good weekend rental. Well, yeah, there are the, some of those games nowadays too. I remember, especially the N sixty four was chock full of those games that uh, were so bad that they were fun to play, like Monster Truck Madness or something like that. <laughs> that you just rented, got together with some of your buddies, and and made fun of how awful that game was. Right. That's true. 
Let's see, what else did we play? We uh, we tackled one of my childhood favorites, and I'm I'm hoping you guys aren't gonna. That was so easy and so fun. Well, I'm hoping you guys are gonna step all over it because it had some fond <laughs> memories for me with my pajama <laughs> pants and everything. Well, I I did play it. I think I went to the green planet first. Okay, well let's let's give a little little background here on Bucky O'Hare a little bit more. So now that I've I've played through it, it's uh. It is definitely a shameless, very shameless Mega Man ripoff. Um, down to the, the the different levels, and then you acquire the... I don't know, you don't acquire the boss's power when you defeat him, but you acquire a new power that's required to get through different stage in each level. and it's yeah. It prides itself on, on difficult jumps, enemy timing, so it's... And the one guy's gun. Which one guy? I forget. Um... Thum- one Thummer? of the end guys. Oh, one of the bosses. No, the one of the um. I don't. Okay, what what are these characters? Okay, so so Bucky O'Hare and is I think he's a space pirate of sorts. There's a space e space commerce traveler. We'll say he's a dude out in space with a ship full. He's of like weird the creatures. Han Solo, I think. Of... Yeah, he's got a he's got a crew that's comprised of a robot, um, a duck, and some little eight-year-old boy. So it's, again, it could, it could be... And the cat-like, chicky girl. Yeah, she's the one that got... Well, they all got captured except Bucky. And each one of them gets thrown to a different different planet. And you save that person after you defeat the enemy at the end of the planet. And then instead of Bucky getting the new weapon like Mega Man would, you actually switch to that character, and thus you can use their power. Um, like the robot has the, the bullets that can drop down and hit enemies below or break through ice, and then... The eight-year-old boy. He was a robot. Yeah, that little Blinky. Blinky. He was a little robot. I had. A, I was playing, and I had no idea because the way that the characters on the screen, it looks like some sort. Of, like I felt bad for Blinky. Like I thought he was the weirdo little creature that everyone made fun of with his huge eye, and it was just so awful looking. He could have been. He could have been a uh, a living creature. I thought he was a robot, just because he had a built-in jetpack. Poor Blinky. So, Aaron, you started with the the green planet. Yeah. They, these planets uh, were aptly named the red planet, the blue planet, the green planet, and the the, the yellow planet. So they yes. they really put the think tank together on that one. I apparently sucked at this game. Uh, did you play a really lot of Mega good. Man as a kid? I I did. Okay. Because I feel and like I was that's really a... good at Mega Man, and I was I was doing really good because I got the thing down. But then, like, I was playing, I guess I was distracted um, when that while I was playing, I had other stuff going on. And uh, so I'm sitting here trying to watch, and then there, there's these little, like, things I kept, like, would fly out of the flowers, and you, you, I couldn't seem to kill them. They kept following me. So I, I guess I was supposed to run away. Oh, they were, like, cute little, like, butterfly things. I liked them. I was sad that they started attacking me. Actually. Yeah. So, and then I died a couple times, and then I... Uh, that was the last time I played it. So you didn't finish it? I didn't yet. Oh, dear. I, I didn't finish it. How far did you get, Jess? I got past the planets. You got past all four planets? Yeah, but I cheated on the last one. I think it was the last one. Because my free states kept screwing up. So I just typed in the password for the last one to bypass it. Yeah. I, I genuinely tried to find a legitimate copy of this game at all the stores in the area, but could not find it. So I had to resort to uh, emulation as well. And I got through all the planets, except I got to the the blue planet. Or no. I hated the blue planet. I think it was... Yeah, I got th- I got through the blue planet, and then there's a part where you, you drop down, and then you've got those big pistons that are slamming into the ceiling that you have to skip across. You remember that that, that part? Yeah. I got to that room... And there must have been something wrong with the way that the game is emulated because everything just went haywire and I started floating around the screen and I I couldn't do anything after that. That was the yellow planet, wasn't it? No, the yellow planet was the the one with um, the exciting uh, roller coaster track cars on them that pissed me off so much. 
Oh, yes. They, oh, they made me angry. Did you find that you had to be very specific with where you stood on your cart so you didn't get caught on one of the pixels when the tracks crossed over each other? Yeah, and the that's the thing with the game is I think that it's... I feel like this is kind of how a lot of the older games were, is that you could memorize the entire game and just fly through it once you had the patterns memorized. Yeah. Because they're always the same, it's always consistent, versus, like, the games that you have now have more of a randomness associated with it. Well, but that's what made these games difficult was the, the enemy patterns, and you had to memorize them. Like, the red planet and the fire, that one pissed me off See, that, so bad. I think that one took about four or five tries. It's, it's, Aaron, do you remember in Mega Man when you got to the, there was one level where um, you had to fall down before these, these lava laser beams shot across the screen and you had to do it super quick? Uh, yes, There's, I remember that. There was a, a level in, in here which obviously... Um, is very similar to that where you've got flowing lava, but the 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 map is very complex. So you pretty much have to memorize your way through it. And and uh, for some reason, I don't think I didn't have too much trouble with that. It probably only took me about eight or nine tries. But um, I think uh, the reason I was good at that is because I I got really good at the Mega Man stuff. So um, if you're good at Mega Man, you're probably going to be fairly decent at this game. Yeah, the time thing, it was, it took me a few tries to have it memorized, and then once you got it memorized, it was, it was kind of fun. Like, I found it fun, but a little frustrating because of the memorization, and I don't have the best memory in the entire world. The, the bosses in this game were kind of a joke. That's what I found, I found everything that, the, I would say the parts where I died the most was just jumping. Yep. In the stupid holes every single time, yep. or the stupid spikes. The blue planet when you when you had to uh, time all your jumps for those snakes. Li- those snakes that came through the map. Oh, talk about a pain in the ass! And then you finally get to the very last one, and then you sit there and wait for the first one to come up and plan it out. And this one drops down from the ceiling right down on top of you. That was awful. And then every time you die and start over right there, it comes down immediately. So you got to be super quick to get out of there. But that's what I liked about the game, though, is that it re- like it had so many s- stages, I suppose, like the axe or whatever they called it. Yeah. That it's not like you started at the beginning of the entire level. Whereas, like, it divided it up kind of nicely. Whereas Mega Man and other games like that have, have just had the halfway point where if you beat that mid-level boss and you die, then you'll start right there. Uh, yeah. The, the Yellow Planet itself had, like, seven acts to it. It was insane. But I didn't find any of the bosses. I, I didn't get to fight the boss on the blue planet because it locked up. Um, there was one part on the blue planet that I actually had to walk away from because I couldn't figure it out. It's after the snakes, and you walk in, and there are those... I think they're supposed to be frogs that you're fighting against, but to me they look like swamp things. Mutant things, yeah. Yeah, and they're dropping these ice towers, and if you just shoot them, they keep rebuilding the ice towers. It took me forever to figure out what to do there. Yeah. Where you have to keep shooting off that one on the right and then let the uh let the spike ball break the floor below you. It's like how how are you yeah. supposed to figure this stuff out? That and that's the thing. It like I I'm glad we had 3 weeks because this game took me <laughs> 3 weeks of just like play for a little bit. Oh my god, my head's going to explode. I need to walk away before I throw something so or break something. It's probably safe to say that you didn't play many of the Mega Man games. It was just like I did play one or two i can't remember which ones because my memory is bad again but it was just like i don't know i guess my patience has grown shorter yeah in recent times well i think that that's kind of the shift in the trend of gaming though is that games back then relied more on on timing and pattern memorization as opposed to um engaging different types of elements and it's it's pretty apparent across the board with nes games is that that's what it really relies on and that's the thing like in i think i was talking to you earlier about how you said that you didn't remember it being so unforgiving yeah and that's the thing like i'm just used to now jumping in a hole or even jumping on the spikes will lose a couple of like health but then you can jump back out and you're good to go whereas this one you jump in spikes and you start from the beginning <laughs> the joys of nes games 
<laughs> I don't know. I like this game. I didn't. I was afraid to go back and play it again because I had such fond memories of it as a kid that one of the issues of being a, a, a retro gamer that grew up with these games is that you run the risk of destroying the positive memories you had with these games. And fortunately, I think this one, I don't want to say it stands the test of time like a, like a Mario game, but if you're looking for a good, a good Mega Man clone, that's, that's, that can hold its own. It's worth going back and checking out. Yeah. I had a lot of fun playing the game. I would play it again. Aaron, are you, are you going to, you gonna play it some more, or are you you gonna? I'm gonna play it some more. Okay, I am gonna do that. I'm curious. I can, you you've kept me waiting. I can't. What game are you gonna throw into the mix here? Because uh, you you said that you had something exciting. I did, but you also said you had something exciting. I do. You may not find it exciting, but for me, it's it's exciting. Well, I want to I want to go last, so you go first. Oh dear. I want to build suspense. But then, what oh, if it falls flat? Drama. That that's the whole point. Okay. Um, I feel like we should have a drum roll <laughs> oh, or something. There, there was it's this. Like, it's, it's like both. Mine's really not that exciting. For, for me, it was exciting <laughs> because I've been hunting for a physical copy of this game. And I get so many people that just say, well, why don't you just order it on Amazon or eBay? It kind of takes the fun out of collecting it, um, the whole right. the whole thrill of the hunt. So um, I was out bumming around and decided to swing into the store and found a copy of one of my favorite old PlayStation 1 games that kind of introduced the the space sci-fi genre, um, Colony Wars. Do you ever play that? Ever hear of it? Have Which one is that? Colony Wars. I have heard of that one. It's basically... I went back and played it expecting it to suck. And yeah, it does kind of suck compared to um, some of the more modern sci-fi shooters out there. But it's, it, it's very diplomatic. It's kind of a... Um, it's a space shooter where you're, you're piloting a spacecraft, but you've got these huge, vast interstellar battles where you're flying this, this spacecraft first person, and they just give you all of these different types of missions and side quests. And you would think that a game like this would have very limited and small areas that you could fly around, but this is full 3D space environments. You can upgrade your spacecraft. Um, I, I only got about four or five missions into it because got sidetracked with Bucky O'Hare, but for me, I gotta delve more into this, because Colony Wars here, I just remember dumping tons of hours of that when I was a kid. And that was on the, um, that was on the NES, right? No, this is PlayStation 1. PlayStation 1. And it did go, it did go on to have several, several sequels, uh, they had, I think they just had a generic Colony Wars 2, and then I wanna say they had something called Colony Wars Vengeance, but, um, it really reminds me, like, if you were looking for a Battlestar Galactica game that doesn't suck, play Colony Wars. Because <laughs> the, the, the BSG game on Xbox and PS2 just blows hard. So I think that's mm. a lot with, like, TV or movie games. Yeah, big time. Right. They always do that. They're never as good as they should be. Yeah. So that that's I mean, it's not as exciting as it could have been, but it's not. I know it was exciting but for me. Let me. It was pretty cool because I remember. I remember. I think I remember seeing that game. I think I remember selling a few copies of that game when I worked at uh, on Q or Media Play, one of the two. It's good just because you don't really see games that that give you the ability to like even Starhawk now. Yeah, you're flying a spacecraft out in space, but you're you're still limited to a certain area, and. It it behaves more like an airplane in outer space rather than this is a how an aircraft would feel in space. You can be going full throttle forward and just instantly flip and turn backwards and go the other way because that's how a spacecraft would act in space. Oh, right. So says the astronaut. I shh. <laughs> <laughs> What's your secret? Let's hear it. All right. So I uh, had my daughter over. Uh, she was looking for you some games. You have a games. daughter. I do, yes. Didn't you listen to I any of like the E3 podcasts? Apparently not. A few, but they're really long. And Matt Eads, stay away still. <laughs> I know I know where you live. I've seen you open my mail. All right. <laughs> God. <laughs> Matt Eads, man, he's always trying to get on my daughter. He's so shifty. Creepy guy. How old is your daughter? 72. Uh, <laughs> she'll be uh, 14 right. uh, next month. Oh. Yeah. 
that I could see Eads going for that. Yeah, he's Eads. But uh, no, so and I was talking about some of the old games that I had down there and things like that. And uh, we pulled out uh, the PS One game uh, from 1999, the Smurfs. No. Oh yeah. Really? I love Smurfs. The Smurfs. That's your big secret, the Smurfs. The Smurfs. This game is actually like a lot of fun. I feel like both of your secrets not so. Our secrets sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say it. I should yeah, come back when I is. find a, a sealed gonna... copy of Earthbound or something. And there's going to be some people out there are big Smurf fans, and they're gonna they're gonna like it. I feel like Smurfs have lost all credibility after their latest movie. I didn't even no, I didn't That's see be... it. You can't you can't blame them for that movie, okay? It's not like you know Peo is alive to stop it. Okay? I will I will admit though that that I could see how that game could be good because other movie or or cartoon games back in the day were really good, like Aladdin. Well, we were gonna do Smurfs Racing, which I also own on the PS1. You had a Smurf fetish. I don't uh, even. It's not really a Smurf fetish. My my wife likes the Smurfs. Uh, I grew up with the Smurfs, so it's you know. You're not really building a case for yourself. Yeah, you're not. Fine, helping. I like the Smurfs. I don't care. I'll admit it. I like the Smurfs. Watch out, anyone who's dressing right. up like a. Smurf I like Eeyore too. All right, from Pin Winnie the Pooh. What are you gonna do? Get that guy some Prozac or something. <laughs> I feel like we had need to have a PSA the, look, for any. This, uh, this game has two parts to it. Oh, you dear, ta- two parts? You have to take care of a baby Smurf. You have to make sure he gets sleep, he gets, he gets a, a toy, and he gets... Like a uh, Tamagotchi? Gets, yeah, I was just going to say that. Kind of, a little bit. It's got a little mini game in it. Then you can go over free roam and like do uh, like skiing, and you can fly on a dragonfly's back and things like that, and, and explore the world of Smurf land. Is it a 3D game? It is not in 3D. That would make it cool. So it's just a 2D side scroller. It's a 2D side. Well, it's a. I guess you could say the 3D 2D side scroller. You know what I mean? It's not like. It's not like Mario. You know what I mean? It's more like. Uh, like Spyro the Dragon. Probably something like okay, that. Okay, so it's yeah, a 3D but environment, it's, but. Yeah, some of the parts are 3D. Oh, it is. It is kind of side scrolling some part, but then it's like interactive. Like you jump on one to get to another part of the level, which is off to the side a little bit. You know what I mean? So. I guess like a Kirby game, the modern day Kirby games. I guess that'd be the best way to. Describe I wonder it, if I still have my Tamagotchi. I know I threw those out. Those were huge <laughs> when I was in sixth I... grade, and like the, our teachers were so pissed when we would bring them to school because they'd be in our backpack and they'd make the noise, and everybody's like, Be-be. "Oh my god, I gotta feed my Tamagotchi!" My Tamagotchi took a crap, and I gotta clean it up. My mom mm-hmm. literally went to like I remember the year that they came out. And because there's a huge thing about, like, Nanos versus, like, you were on Team Nano or Team Tamagotchi. Mm-hmm. And we were, like, Nanos. Oh, Tamagotchi and all the she... way. Oh, I was I'm so, so glad I didn't Team do Nano. either of those. I feel like a complete dork right now. <laughs> they were the coolest things ever. We did also own a Furby. I had Furby too. That was another Christmas that she went around to like 15 different stores to find one. Did you get the original Furby that didn't have the V-chip in it so you could teach it how to swear? Mine. I feel like my childhood just got like destroyed. What are you talking about? They had the, the very first run of Furbies didn't have any sort of filter in what words you could teach them so you could teach them to swear. And then they would just sit on your countertop and cuss at you. Oh my god! You didn't know about this, too, didn't you? I like. I never did anything bad when I was a kid. I was getting two shoes. So I'm so upset that I did not take advantage of that in my childhood. Jeez. Dig out the old Furby, teach it some cuss words, and regain your childhood. The Furby. Seriously. Wow. <sighs> so I never had either of those. We've I did have the Dick Tracy watch. That was pretty cool. Dick Tracy watch. Cool. Yeah. What did it did it do anything cool? Yeah, it it was like a little it was like a walkie-talkie. And who did it walkie-talkie with? Other Dick Tracy to my, watches? To, to my other friend who had a Dick Tracy watch. What was the range on this thing? Could it be used for military missions? Pretty sure I'm pretty sure it was like a block or two. 
a block that's or a military that's huge. enough when you're a kid. Yeah, I was yeah, thinking I maybe like to your other wrist. No, I remember. I remember he was down the block. I don't. Know, maybe maybe it was on a half a block, but yeah. How much did this thing cost? Uh, well, I don't remember to be honest with you. There was, was a like watch at Kmart yellow? one time when I was a kid. Do you guys have Kmart? I'm pretty sure that's where I got it from. Was Kmart in Marshall, Minnesota? I had a guess right. Though. They had a Super Mario Brothers watch, and it had some generic, crappy ripoff Mario game on it, and I wanted it so hard. We have Kmart's. Yeah, Kmart's are pretty much a thing of the past. We still got one hanging on down here. There's one in Rochester here, too. Those places are great to go for clearance video games. Yeah. We haven't had Kmart for years. So, I feel like we... I wish we didn't have to rush, but Aaron's on such a tight time frame. His wife is going to unplug his computer in 15 minutes. It's true. So I feel like that's going back like to the you don't come to the dinner table. I'm going to turn off the Nintendo. <laughs> that that's kind of how it is. So it's very fitting. So only only, you know, very similar to to Eric's text. Um this is what I have in store for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, after the computer is off. Yeah. So that's that's the positive thing. I'll try not to send you. I'll just... <laughs> Try not to send you any more of those. All right. So I think it was on the last show we were talking about that tank game. Was that last show or the the show before that? Uh, I believe it was both. Somebody wrote in, good old Tyson, says, Dear Factory Sealed Crew, the name of the tank game you're looking for was called Scorched Earth. Or in some iterations, Scorch. So he said he adored that game. It was amazing. And he wants us to talk about it. So there, we talked about it. Uh, maybe we can play that for next time. We can try to find. I'm gonna try to find it. I bet I'm you they gonna, have a browser I'm, version of it, or we could. I'm googling that right now. We could DOS box it. So sweet deal. Somebody wanted to offer up a game suggestion, and this one might be a little more difficult for us to play. Um, got an email here. It says, "Hey, FSP crew, just wanted to suggest a game called Hexen for you guys to play." Luckily, you guys don't need an emulator for it because it is on Steam for four ninety nine American. It came out in 95, and I'd love to hear you talk about it. Thanks. Hayden, I'm a dude. What was the name? Hayden. Hayden, he's a dude because Hayden's kind of a girl name. Yeah. I suppose he wanted to make sure yeah. that we knew he was a dude. So, but there's Hayden Church. You know, I kind of got it. I remember yeah, Hexen. Yeah, because Hayden was... Pantier, a but... crazy last name, is definitely a girl. Oh, of course. A hot girl. She is really pretty. So, Hexen. This is one of those PS1... I think they even have it on PS1, so I'm going to try to dig up a copy of that because it's like 90 cents. So, Hexen was a... Wasn't it like a medieval first-person shooter style game? Aaron, help me out here. He- the, I need to the, look up screenshots. That I don't know because the Hexen that I remember was like a puzzle game. I'm looking, I'm I'm looking at screenshots of it right now, and it's... I mean, not first-person shooter, but it's a first-person style game with... It looks like a it looks like a really early version of Elder Scrolls. Huh. Hmm. Yeah, let's put that on the docket for next week, if we're able to. All right. Okay. Um, all right, now we got some, we got some pretty good emails this week. Uh, let's see if we can pound through these. We got an email here from Matthew Dunphy says, hey, Factory Seal crew, I grew up with the N64 and never owned a Super Nintendo. However, I recently purchased a Super Nintendo and Chrono Trigger and I'm enjoying it a lot. My question is, do you think that kids today who play video games have become graphics whores and are unwilling to give retro games a shot because they don't look as good as Skyrim or Battlefield 3? I was actually reading... Um... Because for my thesis, I'm doing research in educational games. And it was like, I was dying laughing the other day because some of the feedback about a game, a lot of the negative feedback had to do with the graphics. Mm -hmm. And I couldn't, I was just obviously laughing again, because it just um, was interesting to see how that would be a negative aspect of an educational game, not to look at the content any types of instructional design, whatever, it was a graphic. So I think that a lot of times we become so focused on graphics and 
they're being so promoted and pushed through new games and new systems and everything like that, that I wouldn't say they're graphic cores, but I don't know if I disagree with the statement. I don't know. I think to a degree, um, I, I, I don't know if I want to generalize kids today uh, because, again, what's a kid? But people who didn't grow up with these older systems uh, because... For all intents and purposes, graphics made very minor changes from the beginning of the NES to the end of the Super Nintendo. Like, it was a really long era of fairly generic-looking graphics at the time. I mean, looking back now, we don't see that much of a change. And then the PS1 hopped in, and then things started to go overboard from there. But, like, this last generation has been... That's what everything has been focused on, is, like, look at these graphics. And so many games are getting a pass on poor story poor character development, poor gameplay mechanics, but they look good. And Yeah. I, hey, hey, team, hate to break this up, but I have some news. You have to go. No. What? www.scorch2000.com. Oh, boy. Scorched Earth. Okay. I got a game set up. Go in there when we're ready. We can play. Probably not tonight. Sweet. But <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I found it. <laughs> Aaron, do you want to weigh in on, weigh in on this? Uh, I had to let my dog in there, so I missed something. What did I miss? Matthew Dunphy wants to know if he thinks that that kids who play games today that didn't grow up with the other systems have become graphics whores and are unwilling to give retro games a shot because they don't look as good. I totally agree with that. Yep. Uh, I have to agree because I get so many people that are like, graphics are terrible. And these are new games, by the way, that I hear this on. So you go back any further than the next console. I catch myself saying that occasionally, though, too. I'm kind of judgmental on game like just today i was playing i was playing dark souls and for as awesome as that game looks um i was i was ragging on parts of it because the frame rate was dropping but like that is one of that i would say that's in my top three favorite games of all time yet i'm ragging on something as stupid as a frame rate so i think yeah i I think people have i think gamers as a whole have become graphics whores and I don't know if it's a product, like, I wouldn't say that it's our own fault for our kids these days. It's their fault. They don't know what they don't. But I think it's because we're getting such high graphics and, like, technology is just insane now. I think that, that we've I, become kind of... I think the same argument it. could be made for anything. Look at people that grew up with silent movies and then uh, the first generation to grow up with, with the talkies. And people would say, well, do you think these kids have been spoiled and they don't understand good movies anymore? It's just, it's the same argument. And I think it's, I think it holds true across the board is that they, they, to truly understand what you have now, you should appreciate where it came from, I think is what I'm ultimately trying to get at. Yeah, that makes sense. So you may not have an appreciation for some of the shittier older games, but Definitely some of the more popular ones you should go back and play, like the Super Mario World, um, Earthbound, Chrono Trigger, you know, if, if you're into that type of stuff. But that's a good question. We, we need more questions like that. Uh, let's see, we got another one. Th- this guy's got a sweet name. So I'm going to read the email. Uh, hey there, guys. My name is Jordan. I'm only 16, so I'm not really able to remember retro gaming in its prime, but I do enjoy learning all about the golden oldies. So here's my question: When I was younger, I was raised by a single parents, so not a lot of so not a lot of money was had. Uh, I was always unlike uh, Eric Moneybags Peterson, Grandma Moneybags. <laughs> I was always a generation behind. When the PlayStation was out, I had the Sega Genesis. I think that's no, that's not more than one generation. Uh, when the PS2 is out, I had the PlayStation. When the PS3 is out, I had the PS2. Fortunately, now I have a PS3 and Xbox 360. But I was just wondering if any of you had experiences like mine, because it was so frustrating going to my friend's house and having them have all the cool stuff. Rich people suck. So thanks, and I love the show. I'd appreciate it if you guys attempted to make the show a weekly occurrence, because I do enjoy the talk Super Mario and the spelling of Megan, so keep up the jolly good work. Love, Jordan Applebasket. Yes. I like this so the guy. gist of his question is, have any of us ever been a generation behind? I'm going to go yes. first Absolutely. and say no. I was the person whose friend's house you always went to. You were the douche. I wasn't a douche about it, except when I went back to school after <laughs> Christmas and said I got the 
N64 and PlayStation. And withheld codes from everyone. Right. And... Yeah. They had to get popular somehow. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Some people I sleep was. around. I, sh- I withhold video game codes. <laughs> I uh, I was in the same boat. I had the single parent, and uh, when my stepdad left, he left the Nintendo, which is how I got, I got that. And then when he came up to visit for Christmas one year, he left the Super Nintendo. Um, when he left, he just he must have gave it to me for Christmas and didn't really tell me. <laughs> so I had both of them then. Um, and then I didn't get upgraded to the PS1 until I was done with high school and bought it with my own money. And then from there on, I... Uh, I was way behind. I think uh, I got a PS2 three years after it came out. And then uh, I didn't get my Xbox until the PS3 was out. Right. So regular I'll, I'll Xbox? I've always been a generation behind. What's you that? You didn't get your regular Xbox until the PS3 was out or 360? 360. I didn't get a 360. I, I didn't even get an Xbox. I think so it was th- not interesting to me at all. I take mine back. The only generation I was ever behind on was the regular Xbox. I was kind of anti-Xbox at the time, but then... Um, I think a year after it came out, I caved in and bought one. And that one I actually purchased myself, so lay off. Yeah, I, I had to buy my, my own money, so that's why I had a way to save. Yeah, I so. definitely had, like, I was the one who'd borrow games from people, too. Sinner. Well, I'm sorry. You're the reason I game companies are going out of business. Me. Oh, get over it. Well, and it's about that time... I, I hate to say. Well, we got Je- Jess and I can round this out if you want to say your your toodaloos and goodbyes. I will say my toodaloos and I will shoot you this that document here. You got a new um, Twitter handle, I saw. I did. I do have a new what? Twitter handle. Um, it's, a, it's no longer at Aaron Robinson. It is now uh, at Quilted Tunic, with a capital Q, capital T. <laughs> Do I have to find you again? No, it should. If no, you're I following should. him already, it should just switch over. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. So find me on there. Uh, Johnny Applebasket was taken, or actually, it was too long. That's why I couldn't use and it. And then we so. tried butchering the spelling of Johnny. Yeah, and they, then it seemed to always be taken. So oh, well. I just went with the quilted tunic. But uh, looking forward to the show in two weeks. Um, we'll hit you up with what we decide to play. That'll sound good. I appreciate that. All right. All right, fellas. You uh, have a wonderful evening. Bye, Aaron. Uh, See you later. And enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. Have fun. Thanks. I'll I'll keep you in the loop, Aaron. Okay. (laughs) Oh, God. I was just kidding. (laughs) Um, Peace. All right, we got one more question. We could save this for the next show, but I like this one. Uh, okay. I've I've now given people the opportunity to tweet their questions at me because apparently some people are too lazy to to tab out of their Steam account and send an email. It's true. I've heard that about some people. We're a very lazy culture as a whole. I'm very guilty of that, which is why I, I work from home now. Too lazy to drive anywhere. Wear your pajamas to work. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> All right. We got a tweet from DeRooster. He says, where do you think gaming would be if Nintendo flopped way back when? Hmm. That's deep. That is a deep question. I think, it's, I think one thing that a lot of people don't really realize is that gaming was literally dangling off the cliff of extinction for a while. Yeah, because it I think it really started with the the arcades, and then yeah, the the Atari was was really popular, but there was this period of of people are just like, okay, well, that was fun, and they just saw it as another fad that was going to be relegated to the late seventies, early eighties, and just die off, and then Nintendo came around. They did an episode of Community about that, actually. They did. I never saw that. They had to, um, they were talking about Hawthorne wipes and how, um, when Pierce was younger, he had told his dad that he should invest in gaming because it's going to be the future. And then Pierce's dad said, well, Hawthorne wipes are still being sold, but arcades are shutting down everywhere. Good point, actually. It is. And there's so few opportunities like that. It's a, it's such good advice that if, if you have foresight for something like that, chances like that come around maybe 
once in a lifetime if you have that opportunity. Um, I don't know how I'm tying this together, but there is a, a news story on down here um, that your comment just kind of reminded me of with uh, legal marijuana dispensaries for medical marijuana. And there was this one lady that was talking about how she packed up, sold her house, sold all of her stuff out on the East Coast to move to Colorado, one of the only states that's, that is, it, it's legal to, to have a medical marijuana dispensary. And she made that, that exact same comment of medical marijuana distribution is the future, so why not get into it early and, and be on the cutting edge? So I think a lot of that, that's, that's kind of relevant with the gaming thing too, is that it's, it's kind of teetering on that. It was teetering on that edge of extinction. And then Nintendo, they weren't even positive that their entertainment system was going to, to bring that back. Like stores were really hesitant to, to stock it that first year that it was out. Yeah. I think it was very like, I think if they had flopped, you wouldn't see consoles. I think maybe PC games would still be around because computers would have still held and people would start using their computers for entertainment purposes and you'd see more games that way. But I don't know if consoles would then have taken off. Well, and I think something that a lot of people don't know, maybe our younger listeners don't know, is that Nintendo has not always been a gaming company or video game company, I should say. They've always been focused in games. But they started out as a card making company. Um, I th- I want to say it dates back to God. Somebody's going to fact check me on this and destroy me. I want to say it dates back to the late eighteen hundreds. I'm going to fact check myself. Are you Wikipedia?ing This I'm right not. Now? I can hear the key. No, you, that's that's my teeth chattering. It's cold in here. <laughs> it's cold in Arizona. Ah. Uh, I what is it? Uh, bingo, September twenty third, eighteen eighty nine. Nice. I was right. They produced cards called Hanafuda cards. I don't know what the Hanafuda is, but anyway, they started out as a as a, a card making company, and they were one of those people that saw an opportunity and took it. So I think I feel like we're getting very deep here. We are. But I think you're onto something. I think if if we didn't have Nintendo, I don't know if you wouldn't see consoles as a whole across the board because Atari was was still fighting. Uh, yeah. I don't think you would see it in the state that we have it now. I don't think it was be I don't think it would be as popular and as as mainstream as it is now because Nintendo really brought video games into the home because before you know, arcades, it's like, great, I need this huge cabinet to have one game in my house. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Hmm. That's a good question. We had good questions this show. I wish we'd get more questions like that. Well, that's true. So very deep. What should we what should we tackle next time? I feel like we should stray we we should we should stray away from the NES. Okay. We've done a lot of platform games. We've done we've done Rygar. We've done Faxanadu. I'm still going to call that a platformer because it was 2D side-scrolling, Castlevania-esque. Um, I feel like we should tackle an RPG. Yeah. Maybe not to completion, but how about? I could be down with that. How about one of my favorites? I'd like to hear your guys' opinion on this. Um, There's only one guy here right now. Yeah. Okay. Your guys and your girls. I would like to hear your in the opinions. Yes. On Illusion of Gaia. Oh. Have you played that yet or not? No. I don't know. Whenever people ask me what's a good old RPG to play, I say play Illusion of Gaia. Um, It's an action RPG. So it's I don't know. For me, it really got me into history. Like, that's the one game for some goofy reason that kept me interested in history in school. Because you you follow this treasure hunter whose dad uh, was a treasure hunter and was lost at the Tower of Babel. And he goes on this quest with 
a bunch of different people through all these historical places throughout the world in search of his father. So you come across like the old, um, uh, what are they called? The in South America in the desert, they've got those, those, those big formations, rock formations that are that cover hundreds of thousands of square feet that you can really only see the true formation from the sky. Uh, Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. They have those. They have Anchor Watt. So I mean, for it's you're going through historical places, but in a video game setting, and uh, I don't know. That game has just really stuck with me. I feel like that's one game that truly has stood the test of time. Cause I st- and that's SNES, right? It is. So yeah, let's huh. let's tackle that. Let's play that because I feel like that's one that you'll be able to make it through. It's not too long. I think you could beat it in fifteen hours okay. if you've got time between marking papers. Oh my god, my life right now is so busy. It's crazy. I'm afraid of what mine's going to turn into. Then I can make fun of you. Nope. You can't, because you know what I'm going to come back with? I don't have to go anywhere. So That's true. Well, you know what? I feel like that's going to do it for this this week. We've, I'm good with we've that. We've tapped out our emails. I wish we had more. I feel like we should have gotten some like retro Halloween ideas. That would have been fun. Ooh. You... You have a uh, surprise up your sleeve for us, potentially. Potentially. And this one, I, I promise you, I know what this surprise is, but I, I'll promise you it's better than Colony Wars and the Smurfs on PS. It's not lame. It's not lame. It would actually be quite cool. Uh, so we'll see if we can work our magic and get that happening. I think soon. we've actually alluded to it in, in previous shows, maybe on the first show. I don't know. We alluded to it at some point or another. So maybe That is maybe, true. I think it was the first Maybe show. Maybe true fanatics could uh, go dig it up. But oh, you'll be sure, oh. you'll let us know. Maybe not next show, but we'll need to plan it out and, and uh, get it yeah. figured out. So that's going to do it for us. Um, we've, we, uh, we, we like feeling good. So if you want to make us feel good, go on to iTunes. Rate us. It's true. Rate us and review Huge us. Huge self-esteem issues yeah, here. I'd sit there and I, I'm constantly hammering refresh. Waiting for those those positive reviews to come in. I cry a little. You do? Every time a positive one comes in or a negative one? Actually, both. Happy tears for the positive ones. I don't even listen to the negative ones because they're wrong. Sad, messy tears for the <laughs> negative ones. And then your husband comes and farts on you and Shay Clarkson. No, not anymore, because the first two rules about Shay Clarkson is that husbands don't fart on their wives. And this is a life lesson no, it's, that everyone should adhere to. I feel like you were misguided you as a child, as a young girl. Somebody told you that men don't fart on their wives when they grow up, and men are chivalrous, and they're always polite. Welcome to the real world. Yes. No. I refuse to accept Guys, it. Guys, if you don't find a girl that lets you fart on her or in her presence... Keep looking. I'm just kidding, Jess. <laughs> oh, God. What is that movie about shitting on her chest? Oh, The Hot Carl. No, there's a movie. I know, but that's it's, um, that's, that's that maneuver is called The Hot not Carl. Not another team movie, I think it Cleveland is. Cleveland Steamer. Yeah. I don't know. Like, why would you watch a movie about that? No, they made fun of oh, it. Oh, like it wasn't a movie that revolved around that? I was going to no. say, what kind of movies do you guys regularly partake in? Yeah, the same, I think, that allude to the text messages that you were sending earlier. And that was not right. So, all right, you can find me on Twitter at Honest Pizza. And me at Jessica Megan. You gotta switch that. I I feel like you could have at least 20,000 followers by now if people knew how to spell your name. There is a missing I, so that is tricky. Maybe I'll see if I can throw that eye in there. But you obviously, per- you, you pronounce the missing eye, Jessica. No, Jessica. Yeah, as I said, Jessica. Yeah, so there, yeah, so I'd be Jessica then. Well, whatever. This is just way too confusing. I, For now, I just... it's J-E-S-S-C-A-M-E-G-A-N. And uh, don't forget, don't forget Aaron. We'll, we'll give him another plug, Quilted Tunic. That is true. All right, so questions, 
suggestions. We're open to all of them. Let us know what you want to play. Have it send us some questions to factory sealed at manatank.com. That's gonna do it for this week. We will we'll be back in two weeks. I'm gonna see you. Have a safe and happy Halloween. That's right, Halloween. I'm gonna lock my door. Send fun pictures of retro costumes. Oh, yeah. That would be fun. You have a giveaway for the show too, don't you? It's not yes, a retro game. Coming up. But hell, we'll give it away. No. What do you got? Um, Assassin's Creed Brotherhood and an Assassin's Creed 2 artwork. artwork. Well, in the scope of things, those could be considered... No, they can't be retro. They're still current gen. Whatever. We'll find some way to give them away. Hell, even if you just write in and say, hey, I want that, we'll probably give it to you. It's true. So... If you're nice. All right. Swap some candy, maybe. You know. (laughs) All right. And with that, we'll see you later.